welcome to Hey Yes, but how the hell are you? Hey. Don't answer that question, listeners. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Steal, he steals your soul if you answer. Uh-oh. Too late. I have all their souls. No. I have all enough right. souls to start my satanic shoe store. Let's do this. We're so what? close to having a beginning section of this episode, so I'm going to shut that shit down right now. Ow, both. Listeners, we're doing something a little different this week, and possibly for the rest of the show, but we want to hear your feedback. We will not have a beginning section this episode, and probably for the next couple of episodes, um, just in an effort to sort of shorten things, only focus on Supernatural, and bring in some more listeners. That's not to say that we're not going to record some crazy conversations at some point, and put them up, they just might not be part of Habcast anymore. If you hate this idea, let us know on social media and we'll reevaluate things. If this sounds like everything you've ever wanted from a Hackcast episode, also let us know that. Please don't yeah. be silent. We want your <laughs> feedback. <laughs> if you're like, oh, finally, they're going to shut the fuck up for a second. Yeah, we and also want to only talk about Supernatural. I don't give a shit about you, Haka Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if you don't give a shit about you, Haka Show, Travis, quick, erase the whiteboard we had that's like, you, Haka Show podcast? Question mark. Yeah. YYHK. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just let us know on social media. Please, please talk to us. We're so lonely. <laughs> we said we were going to do that bit. You said you were going to do that bit. I didn't say jack shit. Yeah, apparently. God damn. Yeah. Right. So, so, Travis, this uh-huh. week's episode is called Citizen Fang. What's it oh. about? <sighs> Citizen <laughs> Fang. <laughs> Oh, God. I get this one. Let it all out, Travis. Let it out. This episode is about... Uh, oh, okay, here we go. It's a flat. The whole episode is going to be a Sam flashback episode because no. we definitely needed more of that. A slashback. But it's going to be about how Sam admits to Amelia that he has a biting kink because he's also a monster fucker. Okay, if that is where the episode went, I'm for it. I'm for the same flashbacks now. <laughs> yeah. This week, the fang was a sled the whole time. <laughs> All right. The, well, I, I hate to disappoint you, but that's actually not what happened in this episode of Supernatural. What happened in Citizen Fang was, it turns out, Benny uh-oh, SpaghettiOs might be going around killing humans in backwoods Louisiana. So Sam and Dean are on the case. Dean to, like, prove Benny's innocence, and Sam to possibly finally have an excuse to take him down, which, let's be honest, is kind of what he's wanted to do for a while thrown into the mix is martin remember him he was the uh, guy from season four who this old chestnut was it was in an insane asylum and got let out he called them in that one episode with the pudding gag yeah he's back and he's been following benny surreptitiously this entire time and he's 100 percent kill ho like kill him like gung-ho about it uh sam talks to benny Benny says that he's not the one doing the killings. It's actually this other hunter who wants him to join his, like, not other hunter, other vampire who wants him to join his vampire gang. The reason why he's hanging out in this small town in Backwoods, Indiana, is because um, his great-granddaughter is there, and that's, like, where he grew up. 
uh, Dean and Benny kill the actual evil vampire, uh, but Martin can't let well enough alone. So he goes after Benny's grand great granddaughter Elizabeth, and to save his life and her life, Benny kills Martin. Meanwhile, we have more Amelia flashbacks. Amelia's fiance Yay. is back. Yay, Don! God, I have been so worried about Don. Don's yeah. back. Sam and Amelia have a conversation about what the right thing to do here is. Everyone kind of agrees that the right thing is to let Amelia be with Don which we'll talk about in a minute. And uh, Dean plays a really mean trick on Sam to get him to lay off Benny by putting Amelia's, like changing Amelia's contact information in Sam's phone to be a burner number and sending him a text saying, Sam, I need your help. Mm -hmm. uh, the, epi oh, sorry. the episode ends with Amelia meeting Sam down at the same bar where he met Dawn in one of the flashbacks and being like, I knew you were here. And that's how the episode ends. And we won't find out more until next January 2022. That's right. Our longest hiatus <laughs> yet, baby. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right. So what are we thinking about this episode? I liked the bones of the episode. Uh, and by that, I mean, I liked the Benny parts of this episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, guys, um, it's, it's no last week's episode. I think we can all agree. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, uh, I really liked the idea of Benny just be like, just chilling in the town he grew up in, like chilling with his ancestors and they're none the wiser. Yeah. And he gets to see his family like thrive <clears throat> or survive or whatever, you know, he just gets to be a part of it. And I really like that. And that's how I wanted the whole episode to play out. Um, and nothing bad happens. <laughs> nothing bad happens. <laughs> I, I liked this episode a lot, too. I liked it more than I remember liking it when I watched it the first time. Um, this episode has, like, everyone's being a dumbass here. And everyone's kind of doing some fucked up shit, except for Benny and Elizabeth. Yeah, for and, real. Honestly, keep that energy show. Just keep that energy for the whole fucking show because that was mm -hmm. spot on. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I, I really, you know, enjoyed parts of this episode. Um, I enjoyed kind of the moral complexities that mm -hmm. each character was put in. Um, and I appreciate the fact that it wasn't so one-sided like watching this episode, I don't necessarily know whose side I'm on here because I think both Sam and Dean really and truly fuck up in oh, yeah. how they treat Benny and how they treat each other and in how they treat Martin and Amelia, honestly. Um, so yeah, this episode's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really liked all of the tension between... Dean and Sam and Martin and where they all stood on the Benny mm -hmm. situation. Well, because e Sorry, even even with Dean like kind of beginning to doubt Benny and his like ability to control himself. Mm -hmm. uh, I really like that. Um, Cuz I really liked Dean's sternly worded voicemail. Uh, Cuz he was just like, "Hey dude, are you fucking up?" <laughs> Because yeah, if are you, you are, I'll come kill you. 
hey man, are, are you, you fucking, fucking around killing me out? right now? <laughs> yeah, are you fucking around and about to find out? <laughs> I could feel each character want to do the right thing here. I mean, truly, I could. Mm-hmm. And I could feel like... Oh, God. Okay, so first of all, one of the things I loved about the conflict this episode is that it wasn't the same old tired shit we've seen before. Like, it's not completely new because we're dealing with the whole what makes a monster a monster thing, which mm-hmm. we have we have seen uh, all the way in season two. Uh, really, technically all the way in season one with the Bedner's episode. Yeah. But um, for the first time, we have it with a character who we've gotten to know, and... Like, a monster who we really like. Um, that's not, you know, a demon or an angel, I guess. Because mm. I don't really count them in, like, the monster category. I think they're their own thing. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there's completely a case for Martin being the good guy this episode, which is another thing I fucking loved. Because, like, from Martin's perspective, he's doing the right thing. And he's oh, absolutely. not wrong. Like, I mean, like, season one, Sam and Dean would have been on board with Martin. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. They would have been like, uh, an old friend of our dad needs help taking out an obvious vampire murderer. Let's fucking do it. And when Sam says, like, so the, the, the thing that starts us off is Martin finds one of the restaurant patrons the restaurant where benny works i guess it's like a 24-hour gumbo shack um where benny works he finds him dead obvious vampire attack like throat ripped out the whole nine and immediately is like oh a known vampire was working in this restaurant and i saw him go down a road and i followed him and then I found a dead body, clearly dead in a vampire attack. Yeah, like th- this is, I have put one and two together here. There is, this is a no brainer. And Dean is insistent that no, it couldn't be Benny. He knows Benny. It's cool. Everything's fine. And Sam is like, you know, we've, we've gone on less and he's not wrong. And it recalled an episode, the conversation they had in the season two episode with also with the nice vampires um where dan see uh, i almost love like damn and scene uh (laughs) where sam and dean were talking about like how many times have we killed a monster who hasn't done anything just because they were trying to survive um it kind of recalled that and yeah i really loved it Anyways, continue. <laughs> Somebody else go now. <laughs> um, I just, I came across uh, a little nugget of information on SupernaturalWiki.com, of course. Uh, so the actress who plays Elizabeth is Kathleen Monroe. And she was previously in episode two of season three, The Kids Are All Right. She's the lady who drowns her kid in a lake. <laughs> Oh, shit. I thought she looked familiar. Yeah. God, from now on, anytime I'm like, well, this minor Supernatural actor kind of looks familiar, I just have to go straight to SupernaturalWiki.com. Exactly. To fucking find out why. Thanks, SupernaturalWiki.com. You don't, like, this is not a sponsorship or anything. You're just (laughs) so so useful. God, I really wish SupernaturalWiki.com would sponsor us. 
I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's all. Uh, I think it's a a a, a, a moneyless endeavor, uh, a, an endeavor of passion. Yeah, a a, a labor of love. Yes, yeah, that that's the words I was looking for. <laughs> I like your version, Endeavor of Passion. Yeah. Oh, I man. cracked open the thesaurus for that one. <laughs> uh, well, not to leave out supernatural.fandom.com, uh, just a little fun fact, the Hungarian title of this episode translates to Help, Asylum. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Help asylum because they're getting help from Martin, who was last seen in an asylum. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. How how are we feeling, Benji? How are we feeling about this? Honestly, I I did enjoy how it was a bunch of themes we had seen before, but turned on their head mm-hmm. because it was we did get a piece of I guess man is the ultimate monster, <laughs> yeah. but we also got. Because, like, you got Martin acting all, like, zealoty, like, mm-hmm. like a Belmont from Castlevania, but, like, gone insane when he's fighting with Benny. And But we do have a good, like, breath of fresh air of Sam and Dean agreeing with each other. May it be in a passive-aggressive way? Sort of. But yeah. it still sort of worked. And Dean did pull an old trick and, like, pull one over on Sam, which was a dick move. But that's on Sam for not knowing his lady friend's phone number. Come on, man. Do better. Um, it's it is the year of our Lord twenty. What what year is this episode set in? Twenty fourteen. This is twenty fourteen. Uh, like people still knew. I think people still knew like a handful of phone numbers. In nah, I mean, I, I still, know a handful of phone numbers now in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one. But that is about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know exactly three phone numbers. They are my own phone number, <laughs> which I do not write down wrong for people. Um. <laughs> Oh, where's okay. the Travis I know Agree um, to disagree. <laughs> Maybe you don't write it down wrong anymore because you got it out of your system back in 2017 or whenever the fuck we became friends, 2016. But so I know my number, I know my mom's number, and I know my mom's house's number. And really, that's all you need. Damn right. I, I don't. I don't know. Like off the top of my head, don't know anyone else. I know gotta my look him up. Phone number. I feel that I know my sister's phone number, my mom's phone number, my dad's phone number, work's phone number, and like maybe a Chinese restaurant. But that's all. That's legitimately all you gotta know these this day and age. Mm-hmm. It's like family members and food. I know every person in my immediate family. I know their phone numbers. I kind of know my phone number, but I still fuck it up sometimes. Uh, end of oh, and I know work's phone, but that's because I say it literally like all the time. But yeah, that's so. it. End of list. Oh, and I know. Um, no, yeah, that's it. I have never known a partner's phone number ever really? in my life. <laughs> never. Fucking really. Once oh, it yeah. was saved into the phone, that was it. Mm-hmm. Big same. Yeah, it was out of my fucking brain. And I don't know either of y'all's phone numbers. Yeah, like, well, I don't know y'all's. But that is something I've always tried to do, is try to know, like, a partner's phone number just in case. 
That's so lovely of you, Ben. Like if it's yeah. been like a if it's been like a hot while, I'll try to remember their phone number. Oh, if we God. text, that is. Uh, that's, that's that's so sweet. sweet. Yeah. It's like in, in case you have to call them on a payphone or something. Yeah. <laughs> like that or one like guy. Work phone. Yeah. Like uh, Adam Levine. I'm on a payphone. Oh, oh, the Maroon 5 guy. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I do not blame Sam for not knowing his phone number. And also, I will say this. I think it was pretty fucked up what Dean did. Yeah. Um, It was one of the fucked up things Dean did this episode. It was pretty much the only fucked up thing Dean did this episode. Dean's a good boy for the rest of the episode. Let's let's shit talk Sam now. Yeah. What yeah. What do you want to shit talk Sam about? Oh my god. What don't I want to shit talk Sam about? First of all, I think it's kind of fucked up that Sam took advantage of Martin right after he gets out of a mental hospital. Absolutely. All right, yeah. Thank like, you. I'm glad I'm not the only one who feels that way. This this whole episode, I uh, I mean, like, basically any scene Martin was in, it was kind of like a time like watching a time bomb get closer to zero because it was like he's gonna lose it at any moment the dude is like clearly unstable and Mm -hmm. okay full disclosure i've never been in a mental hospital before um and i can't imagine what it's like to be in one for as long as martin would have been in one how long was he in one it must have been years. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because he, well, yeah. at the very, I don't know how long he was in one when we met him in season four, but in this episode, Sam says he just got out a couple weeks ago, and that's, you know, four years later, give yeah, or take yeah. one or two yeah, years because the supernatural timeline still fucks me up. His brain is eggshells. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, and I imagine, while I do not think it would be that bad, I imagine it is something akin to prison because you have so much of your life controlled you can't really i mean depending on the situation you may not be able to leave i don't know martin's exact situation but what i'm trying to get at is that rehabilitation and in back into society has got to be rough especially when you've been there for so long and so much has changed without you and i can only assume that it's even harder when you're part of a such a niche like counterculture as hunters are. Mm-hmm. Martin is not in the place to hunt. And I know that Sam was trying to do at least a little right by him by just having him track Benny and not engage. Not put himself in quite so much danger. Right, but like, yeah. When you, when you give somebody like that an obsessive target, yeah, it's only going to go badly. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah. Most of the time I was just like, poor Martin. God. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah. I know he went off the deep end. He should not have tried to kill Benny as he did or put Elizabeth in danger. But, like, I just felt bad for the dude. Um, the other fucked up thing that I think Sam did this episode is everything to do with Amelia. Let's dissect that. How so? Okay, so there's just, three flashbacks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What did you want to say, Travis? Oh, just like 
at least in last episode, the flashbacks were sort of thematic with what was going on with multiple characters in that yeah. episode. And in this, it was just like, okay, we're just, we're literally just wrapping up Sam's thing because we got to. Yeah. Um, so the first flashback was a conversation between Amelia and Sam where Amelia updates us on how Don is doing. He's great. Uh, I don't know where Don's been for the past several years, but he is, he looks awesome. Yeah. Um, I know. They try to say that he was a POW or something, I believe. Yeah, I think you're well, right. See, yeah, I was like, he was either a POW or he was just in a, in such an extreme coma that he um they basically were like he's in such an extreme coma that there's no chance of him surviving it yeah that was that was my guess but well, i don't think they ever explicitly say well he looks awesome mhm um the so the conversation between Amelia and Sam Sam's like, I want to do the right here thing and like let you go back to Dawn, but I I don't want to do the right thing because I want to stay with you because, you know, I love you and you saved my life and blah, blah, blah. <sighs> okay, so this is dumb because I don't think the right thing here is to like just let Dawn go back to Amelia unless that's what she wants, which it doesn't seem like she does. Right. Wait, are we talking about the second flashback now? <clears throat> no, we're talking about the... F well, we're talking about all three, kind of. Okay. I'm skipping around. So, yeah, in in the first one, it seems like Amelia doesn't... What, Amelia wants to stay with Sam. Yeah. But then according to the conversation with Don, he's basically implying, hey... Whatever she chooses mm -hmm. is what we have to respect. And then Don, like, saunters away with his spurs going jingle, jangle, jingle, knowing that he's already been chosen. Like, it was it was a real weird vibe. But yeah, he had a was, big iron on his hip. <clears throat> but, um, Johnny, don't leave me. But was he chosen? No, wait, I did the wrong song. Play your guitar, Johnny. <laughs> oh, Johnny Mamas boy. Don't let your babies grow up to be assholes. Mama, don't make me put on the dress again. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, I guess, I don't know, because I think it was also supposed to read as like Don kind of intimidating Sam into like backing down. Oh, yeah, that like a nice guy barking like i'm not barking but i'm barking at you yeah yeah because because then in the third flashback isn't it sam saying i'm gonna leave and then amelia going oh my god did don threaten you yeah that's the third one that is the third mm -hmm. one i i guess i'm just kind of confused because it seemed to me what was happening was that amelia did not want sam to leave that she had not made her choice or was leaning towards sam yeah, they could have had right. like a really healthy triad going on. Like, oh my god! Like, yeah, like hey, two, why? Yeah. Why is Where, that yeah. not an option? 
Oh, also, yeah, the fact that there's even a choice is kind of weird. And I don't know who put that choice on Amelia. Like, she just found out Don is still alive. After full-on mm. grieving him, and then, like, you know, moving the fuck on with somebody else. Shit's complicated. Why does Amelia have yeah. to make any choices right now? Can't Amelia just have some fucking time to herself, which is what she asked for? And then Sam was like, yeah, absolutely. And then Sam was like, actually, I'm going to go. I'm going to make your yeah. choice for you. Congratulations. Like, I don't know, like, some dudes, like, try way too hard to be gentlemanly. And then, like, by doing that, they take away women's agency. You know? Yes. Yeah. Like what Sam did in this episode. And I just yes. think, you know what? Maybe, maybe, like, don't put the pussy on the pedestal. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. <laughs> See, Travis got what I meant. But no. Uh, I was half right. <laughs> I couldn't be all right. That's not my style, man. <laughs> gotta go a little no. sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. But no, like, I don't know. I, like, there's a there's a joke in here I've been trying to make for a long time, but I always fuck it up. Basically, my point is men do less. <laughs> Don't do more. Do less. No, like, no. because, like, when they do a whole, whole lot, like what Sam did, mm-hmm. it kind of unmakes women people. I've had a fair amount of whiskey this afternoon. Um I feel I, like you get I, I what think I, mean. I follow your train of thought. Cool, because oh. I don't know where the train is. I don't like, know if it's at the station, <laughs> on the way. It's off, it's off the fucking rails. No, Damn right. I get what you're saying, too, and I, and I agree. Like, what Sam has done is basically push Amelia towards Dawn. And yeah. I think it would have worked if we saw Amelia... All we needed was a scene with Amelia, Dawn, and Sam in the same room, where it yeah. had become clear that Amelia was choosing Dawn over Sam. Yeah. But like, but like, just didn't want to, just had it, wasn't ready to say it yet, or didn't want to yeah. hurt Sam's feelings, or whatever. That's again, it would have worked. But because yeah. we don't get that scene, it just seems like Sam's making the choice for Amelia and not taking into account what Amelia wants. Yeah. yeah. Which is I'm what f- you're getting at, Ben. <laughs> like, yeah. Sam, do less. Like, take it down a notch, man. Yeah. How, all right, let's say everything happens the same in this episode. One minor change. Okay. Dean plays the trick on Sam where he changes Amelia's number to a Brenner phone. Sam goes to the house. He sees Don and Amelia having a lovely evening. Mm-hmm. Only to be attacked by a tulpa. <laughs> like, just by a certain, like, happenstance. Like, because Dean fucked with Sam, he got to, like, he either saves them or they just die in front of him. And then, like, Sam gets reenkindled into being a monster or into being a hunster. I can't talk into being a hunter. Wait, like, what? If what I'm getting at is all right, I vote we pause and run it back because I flipped that whole goddamn thing up. If that's uh, cool with y'all. No, I'll, I'll just I'll I'll just cut it. If cool. you if you if you just want to make your correction, I'll I'll just cut it. Cool. Basically, like, the idea is, like, we get a little bit more action this episode. And, like, not only do we have, like, Dean, like, like, running up on Elizabeth and what has happened there, but we also have, like, 
Sam like running into his own monster problems. But I mean, technically, but it's, it's already, like it was it was put into action by Dean completely by accident, is what you're yeah, saying. Exactly, just like, by happenstance. Sam shows up, and there just happens to be a monster there. Yeah, that would have been fun. Yeah, You're I would right. like that. that. That would have been fun. Yeah. But, you know, like, sometimes Supernatural just has to, like, be CW serious. Yeah. 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 little Get soap opera Yeah. I will go ahead and say that for a mid-season finale, seemed a little light on the action. I, I feel like as they far just as like, go in a different direction. Yeah, I I think yeah. um, I I think instead of there being like a lot of action and and I guess there was sort of a cliffhanger, but instead of like a big big cliffhanger, we were mm-hmm. sort of we sort of are just pivoted into the direction that the rest of the season is about to go. Right. And that's that's what I like. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I didn't write down many notes for this episode. But one of the notes I did write down is this episode has like 600 endings. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it's because it's, like, it's the return of the king of supernatural <laughs> episodes. This this episode ended and then there was like 12 <laughs> minutes left. Yeah, yes. And then it ended again and then it ended again and then it ended again. Yeah. God, what was this? The end of the Lord of the Rings? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I... Uh, we'll go ahead and say that I loved the fact that Killy, that Killy, God, fucking shit, Cobra, get your shit together. Okay, that Benny killed, huh? I was making a joke, my bad. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's my microphone's making me flop. Um, I like the fact that Benny killed Martin, because at the beginning, I didn't really remember what happened this episode, because I blocked most of season eight from my brain, but I forgot that Benny killed Martin at the end of this episode. And at the beginning of the episode, I was like, I kind of wish Benny had actually killed these guys. Mm, yeah like and you can have like a justified like i feel like benny was definitely justified in killing martin if that's where you're going he was 100 percent justified in killing martin absolutely it was self-defense to a t like god he was protecting himself and his family yes 100 percent justified martin had gone off the deep end like for sure um I will go ahead and say, I think that Dean and Sam put Martin in that position, and that's not fair to Martin. Definitely. And I don't think he 100% had it coming like Dean says, because again, to an outsider's perspective, Martin is in the right here. <clears throat> but yes. I also have always hated the attitude that like humans can go around and kill any monsters they fucking want. But mm-hmm. a monster kills one human out of self-defense and suddenly it's an evil, like, unredeemable beast. Yeah. Or, like, they're doing it because they have to and they, like, limit themselves. It's the whole Amelia thing from last season. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they have to limit themselves to only, like, wretched evil humans or whatever, but their child is sick. Yeah. So, um, c- completely agree. I just, just 
I liked the fact that Benny killed Martin because for a minute I was like, ooh, vampire Jesus over here. He's the Messiah. And um, yeah, glad that, uh, no, Benny has some fangs. Like, they're not just for show. He's not like 100% pacifist here. Yeah. So he'll, he'll fuck you up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what else from this episode? Um, the the whole the whole Benny situation with him being like bothered by another vampire. That vampire was a fucking chump. Oh yeah, he he was just yeah. a, he was just a straight jobber, and Benny could have taken him out by himself. One hundred percent, yes. Like it we really did not. We did not need Dean in this whole situation. It really seemed like the big hurdle for Benny was location, location, location. He just did not know where that vampire was. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I also will go ahead and say, I forgot this was the season where they just bring back random characters from old seasons and like have them involved. Like Martin. So, like Martin, yeah. So there's more of that to come is what I'm saying. Nice. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, because now they're now they're at the point where it's like, hey, do you remember this person from <clears throat> this season? So everyone will be like, oh my god, it's that person from this season. Yeah. Like that's uh, old. That's like that's one of those tricks. Long yeah. TV. I really cannot fucking talk today. Yeah. What is going on with you? I don't know. I smell toast, and I'm having a stroke. What's funny is I'm making toast right now. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. How are you recording this, bud? <laughs> <laughs> He's recording it with the toaster. Your microphone attaches hey. to your desk. What are you doing? <laughs> I moved the toaster in here. I got jelly and everything. Oh, boy. Yeah. So oh, I look- man, what a setup. Got a toaster, got a mini fridge full of jelly. <laughs> Beautiful. Is there any butter in that mini fridge? Or are you some there, kind of sick freak be. that just puts jelly on their toast? Hey, I'm no monster. It's Kerrygold, baby. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, all right, so like when the first flashback started, I immediately uttered out an exasperated, God fucking damn it. I did the same exact thing. I believe it. I thought we were we were going to keep saying this until they're actually done. But I, <laughs> I thought, thought we were done with flashbacks. Fucking A. Exactly. Are you all... Like, Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, I think we're about to get to the same fucking point Mm -hmm. that I thought where we ended last episode with the flashback. We didn't need them anymore, you know? Right, yeah, I thought we were caught up. I mean, I guess that's the whole fucking thing is, like, we thought we were caught up because at the very first episode, we saw Sam, Mm -hmm. like, get up out of bed, uh, longfully look at his dumb named dog and then leave to go back to Dean yeah or something like that uh so yeah I get we, we've been led to believe that we already know that Sam we already know that Sam made his choice to leave yeah so yeah. we could have just left it at the last uh the last flashbacks we didn't need all this we really could have put two and two together yeah I don't think we needed it anymore. This is, I feel like this is a result of 
of how these days everything that gets put up onto the screen needs to have an answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it needs to have an answer that is shown to us. It can't just be that, oh, maybe, maybe for once our audience might have a little bit, a little tiny nugget of critical thinking ability in their TVP brain. <laughs> and maybe they'll be able to figure out that Sam left Amelia because Dawn was back. But no, we had to see it all pan out with the whole this whole situation. Okay. We had to be told because if you don't wrap up something on screen, you get criticized. And this is all this is all Lost's fault, really. Lost did this to us. I was gonna say I think Nostalgia Critic did this to us a little bit too. <laughs> yeah. They only did. But, like, I, I feel like Lost gave people so much blue balls for unanswered questions mm-hmm. that now it is the thing that if you don't answer every single question and if you don't have an explanation for every single thing that is shown on screen, it's going to be received badly. Yeah. And I think that needs to calm the fuck down a little bit. You know what? I completely agree. And if I may take a moment to address this very thing. Suspension of disbelief is a thing, people. Yeah. Sometimes the answer is goddamn magic, and that is absolutely okay, and we don't need any further explanation. Yeah, lost. Yeah, lost. (laughs) Fucking lost. And probably whatever other piece of shit show you're watching right now, Travis, what is it? Walking Dead? Fear of the Walking Dead? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Actually, I'm watching King of the Hill right now. Okay. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, we talked about that. We talked about that. Okay. So the reason why I'm also completely... Because here's... I'm looking at the user reviews right now, and I just want to read this one. It does not have a rating. It's titled Blooper. And it is was it published, an IMDb review? It's an IMDb review. Yes. Don't know how to suggest a blooper for the trivia page, but in the scene where the crazy hunter is threatening Elizabeth, he's holding the blade of a knife facing away from her neck. Actually, my anger is gone because I've read the whole thing now, and I understand that they were just confused on how to submit to the trivia page. If that had been an actual review, though, and they'd been like, episodes ruined, I would have been like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's still a good episode. Now, that one was like a little, I don't know if that was a little uh uh-oh or if that was like on purpose. I don't know. It was, I I think it was a uh uh-oh because they fixed it in the next scene. Um, Oh, but one of the, uh, I have to read this, this IMDb review. Six out of ten. Suspended disbelief about distance and travel times. Here we go. Great series, which I thoroughly enjoy, apart from a handful of daft episodes, but I get so annoyed by unrealistic geography. In this episode, Sam and Dean are in Carrencro, Louisiana. Sam receives a distress call, supposedly coming from Amelia in Kermit, Texas. It's been dark already for quite a while. Sam drives to Kermit, where he sees Amelia and Dawn sitting on their sofa and watching TV, which leads to assume that it's at most late evening. The part that annoys me is Kermit is 800 miles away from Karen Crow. <laughs> Even driving on the three-way, which the brothers never do, that is a good point. They always take back roads. Yeah. It would take about 12 hours. This happens regularly. They get a call from 100 miles away 
quick clip of the Impala driving on, on a secondary road, and they promptly arrived during the same night, morning slash afternoon. Okay, this is fantasy with demons, angels, unicorns, god, werewolves, etc., which is great fun, but please, writers, could you have a bit of respect for U.S. geography? Six out of ten. Um, I have an answer for this. <laughs> hit us with that answer. The answer is... They don't show up the next day. <laughs> they they don't show up a couple hours later. They show up when they fucking show up, and we don't need to see how they got there. Yeah. Also, um, don't you know that everything in the United States is a montage time away from each other? Exactly. Just fucking, like, be the Muppets. Travel by montage. It's yeah. fine. Here's what we do. Every time we travel back and forth, we do what uh, Timmy Turner did in that one episode of Fairly Odd Parents and crunch the map together yeah, to just suck exactly. and go boom, 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 and travel <laughs> over it. It's not that hard, guys. I'm in Maine right now because I went to the bathroom during this episode, okay? Yeah. I just walked to Maine. Uh, yeah, I think people need to stop sweating the details on shit like that like yeah. they get there when they get there okay you that is a suspension of disbelief thing like my head in my head as my own viewerness ship um <laughs> when i see that when i see them be like we got a job in this place all right let's go and there's one shot of them driving and then they're there it's like okay well, they were in Wyoming, and now they're in Tennessee. So that was probably a good 17 hours. We didn't need to see all of that. It's definitely two days later. <laughs> this show is called Supernatural, not two yokels in a car getting to a place where shit is happening. Yeah. Yeah. We make fun two, of it because that's our job. Well, it's not really our job. And, we have other stuff. Hunters in cars do. getting burgers, I guess. <laughs> hunters in cars getting burgers. I... That being said, I would absolutely watch uh, Benny and Dean, like, in a car together, trying out different burgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Benny's just like, I'm a vampire, y'all. I don't do... Sorry. I, I don't have it in me to do a southern accent, but... <laughs> or Cajun accent. just rolled with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a vampire, y'all. Pecan. <laughs> Dean. <laughs> Once again. Nope. Huh? No, keep going. I want to hear more of this. <laughs> uh, I, I, if it pleases the court, I do declare my client <laughs> is innocent. <laughs> These charges are trumped up before everything, I, before man and God. I do swear I will prove. Okay, that's I all do, I got. I do declare. I do declare. Indeed, if it pleases the jury, I will bring, I will call my next witness. <laughs> okay, so the reason why we're doing bad Southern accents is because um, we like to have fun. We like to have fun. Uh, <laughs> but also, Kathleen Monroe uh, was born April 9th, 1982 in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. <laughs> I think she didn't even really have an accent, did she? She said... She said, <clears throat> if it, excuse me, pecan. <laughs> pecan. Pecan. If it do, pleases the court. Pecan. I'll say, I'll say. Counselor, what have you brought before me to this, to this judge's stand? I swear. That's, 
uh, uh, pecan oh, pie. I do <laughs> this pecan pie is as delicious as a. I, I haven't seen you since you were knee high to a grasshopper, but this pecan pie is so good. I'll slap your mama. There we go. I feel like if we saw <laughs> if we saw each other in person more, we would eventually just be like every once in a while, just turn to one another, and go. Okay, this episode has to be called Pecan, but like with P U H hyphen C A H N. Yes. Pecan. Pecan. Guys, we've had fun here today making fun of bad southern accents. That being said, were any of y'all like definitely craving pecan pie after oh that my scene. god yes like no. i would kill any of you guys right now for yeah. some fucking pecan pie i would stab you in the chest with a pair of kitchen shears <laughs> i would fucking do it you know what i wouldn't you know what uh, what made me kind of want to throw up watching martin eat that cherry pie though oh yeah that yeah. was disgusting because it, it was like it invoked eating flesh yeah in a some little, way it was a little fleshy it was, it was a little very fresh. strange. Well, also, just cherry pie filling. Of all the cherry pie fillings that you get in like a can, it's the worst one. Yeah, like yeah. by far, it's the biggest, like most disgusting, like fruit flavor. I think personally. Um, also, cherry pie in a can filling killed my dad. So <laughs> I have a crudge. I don't. My dad's fine. A, a but crudge. Yeah, a crudge against cherry pie can filling cherry pies but um yeah that scene was so gross i mean obviously like that's what was intended good job good job team yeah it was very upsetting to watch and if that was the goal then good yeah you did it i think that was the point was to make us as uncomfortable as goddamn possible i mean oh yeah anytime martin was on screen i was already uncomfortable Yeah. yeah he just exuded such uncomfy energy <laughs> this is true um it is 783 miles from Carnic Carnicro Louisiana to Kermit Texas Carnicro 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 yeah Carnicro on a crow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think in general that there was like some pretty good like just general dialogue in this episode. Yeah. Uh, everyone was real like quippy, and it was a lot of it was just a lot of fun to like just hear everyone talk. I yeah. liked lay down your weapons, you unholy thing. That was good. That was good. Uh, also, Martin had a lot of pretty good lines. Yeah. Uh, you lo- like you look. You said look for an eruption. How's Mount Vesuvius? Yeah. That was pretty. <laughs> that was good. It was like okay, we're really like, in it now, aren't we? It's like damn, bro. Uh, the guy who plays Martin, John. John Grease. John Grease. Was also in Fright Night Part Two. Fright Night. Is, is that the only thing Mr. John Grace has been in? Uh, I feel like this is a wonderful segue for what I wanted to allude to earlier before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell us about it. 
I'm gonna provide two choices for you guys. I've two, already told you one of them. Two choices. Because he is Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> and it's also my choice to pick LSA this month. You've got Napoleon Dynamite, uh-huh. and then you've got a mystery pick. One is number one, one is number two. Mystery pick. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I want mystery pick, whatever that one is. I want that one. You don't want to watch Napoleon Dynamite? All no. right, that's fair. What about you, Travis? I kind of wanted to watch it. It's been so long since I've seen Napoleon Dynamite. I kind of did want to watch uh, it again. Was Napoleon See, Dynamite funny when it first came out? It was when I was in fifth grade. Oh, okay. Well, in that case. So. <laughs> Travis, I, there's a few parables I live my life by or phrases, rather. Don't, you can't go back is one of them. And I feel that yeah. way. Like if both of you were going to be on board for Napoleon Dynamite, I was going to go for it. But that is not what I'm going with. Benjamin, it's your pick. You choose your heart's desire. Because next time next time we're watching Leverage, and that's my heart's desire. You know what I mean? See, like next, my, my next pick, I mean. See, I wanted to pick something good, but I also wanted to pick something kind of garbagey. Don't worry about it. Pick whatever you want, baby, because next time we're watching Leverage. So we got good things on the horizon. It's going to be okay. We're going to make it. I feel attacked now. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Where is it? Because it's going to be the Val Kilmer classic. Is he? I'm pretty sure he was in it. Let me see. It's going to be the Val Kilmer classic. Let me check real quick. Yeah. Oh, um, you know what we should watch legitimately for Ty Olson, aka Benny? Other than we technically got him in uh Uh what in, was it? Oh god. Dirk Gently? Detect- Dirk Gently, yeah, we got him in yeah. Dirk Gently. But we should watch him in Wyona Earp. Oh I've been thinking about that. checking that that out. Yeah. Yeah, I was already thinking about watching it, so. And then he's also looks like he's got a recurring role in Fortunate Son, which I don't know what that's about, but. Um, I guess it's Vietnam. Oh, he's also yeah. in The Man in the High Castle. <laughs> he's in High nice. Castle? Man in the High Castle. Man in the High Castle. Yeah, that's the right. alter- alternate universe TV show where Nazi Germany wins. Oh, that one. It's uh, based off of a Philip K. Dick. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, DJ so Qualls movie. is also in that. Oh, we oh, have shit. to watch Man in the High Castle now. Like, yeah. fucking. <laughs> but the movie I was thinking of was Real Genius. Real been... Genius. Yeah, I was. I was either figuring either of you had never heard of it or seen it before, or like had an idea of what it is. I've heard Real of it. I just haven't genius. seen it. It's a really good '80s movie. Could you okay. say it's really genius? No, it is not. <laughs> like Good. the science in the movie leaves a lot to be desired. I'm gonna oh, say that shit. much. DJ Qualls was born in in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Well shit, son. I think that's on kind Twitter, of close to where we live a little bit. <laughs> I think on Twitter, uh, when he was like live tweeting during an episode he was in, he talked about how like his accent just kind of came to him naturally. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't yeah. have to he didn't have to reach for it. 
I'd fucking hope so, being from Nashville. Shit. Mm-hmm. Well, you you all have heard my southern accent, and I'm, you know, here. Pecan. Pecan. <laughs> That's me doing a bad southern accent. I have a good southern accent. And as we all know, it comes out the only appropriate time a southern accent is supposed to come out when a nice older woman is offering you biscuits or cornbread at a meet and three. Yeah, but it can't be a cracker barrel. It's got to be something. It's like it's got to be a little dirty. Like the yeah, it's got to be a local be place. It's not. It doesn't. It's not a cracker barrel. It's another type of meat and three. It's a Walton's. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Walton's. I want to watch Goddamn. Fright Night now. Have any supernatural actors been in Fright Night? Um, are you asking Gus or are you asking Google? I'm asking Google. Okay. <laughs> I don't expect you guys to just have an encyclopedic knowledge of, you know, Fright Night. Um, I'm looking at the 2011 one because I just feel like, you know, better chance. Mm. The answer to that question is, I don't think so. At least not the 2011 one. Yeah, he was in the 1988 one. Yeah. I think, yeah. Fright Night Part 2. 2. That looks like a good movie. Fuck. I'd watch it. Yeah. I've seen the original Fright Night. Written and directed by Tim Holland. No relation to, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. No, we're just going to have to, you know... Watch this one for fun, lads. Yeah. Watch it for so. fun. Yeah, we can always, like... Are we allowed script. to watch stuff for fun anymore? God, that is a question <laughs> I asked myself several times today while I was trying to convince myself to watch this episode. Everything is for content. Mm-hmm. A, a couple of weeks ago, I... Or a couple of weeks ago, probably a couple of months ago at this point, time is soup. Um, I saw a tweet from the Monster of the Week guys where they were like, trying to convince myself I could watch a 45-minute Supernatural episode in 20 minutes. And I was like, God, yeah, that is uh, a fucking mood. <laughs> that is a mood. <laughs> yeah. That, that is a oh, just got man. off work and we recorded 30 minutes mood. Yes. On... Um, I think on Netflix, on browser Netflix, you can actually speed up episodes. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can watch stuff faster. All right, lads, if we're watching every su- every other Supernatural episode in 2.5 time. <laughs> I'm going to make Sam that- and Dean have chipmunk voices. <laughs> no, I think it does that thing where it doesn't, uh, it only compresses the length. It doesn't compress the... The audio. Oh, damn. So well, it's just like everyone's that. talking real quick. They're even like, imagine how fast they talk on West Wing. Mm-hmm. Even faster than that. Holy shit. God, I believe it. Shit. God, I can't even imagine watching West Wing on double speed. I'm going to have to do that now. I wouldn't be able to understand them. Like, I would hear them, but I wouldn't be able to process what they're mm-hmm. saying. You know, we have the capability of doing this all at the same time. Like, after we get done with this episode, I suggest we all just open a new tab, sign into Netflix, and then jack up the speed on the West Wing and see if we can understand. Oh, West Wing's not on Netflix anymore, though. It's on HBO Max. Son of a bitch. Damn it. Nope. I hope you finished it. 
I hope you all finished it. I, I finished it. Or like, I came in right in at the at the final finish line. Like that boulder was coming in for my heels. Nice. I finished it just in time. Very nice. All right. Any final thoughts before we uh, before we wrap this boy up? Um. You can't trust man. They're oftentimes the real monster. So try and say it a different way. Uh, yeah, good episode, ten out of ten. Um, I hope the next episode's just as good. If this is the rest of the season, eight point five out of ten. Okay, yeah, that's fair. So here in about a year, uh, what's the next episode that we're going to have? In about a year, (laughs) coming back January twenty twenty two with that is a good question. I did not look at the next. I'm flipping back. I think it's torn and frayed. Yeah, it's torn and frayed. Like a knot. Yeah. Travis, hmm. the next episode is called Torn and Frayed. What's it about? <laughs> torn and frayed. Uh, so Sam and Dean, they get stuck in a labyrinth. And they come across this, like, riddle master. And he's like... What he's like, what do you what do you call what do you call a piece of rope that's scared of the dark? And Sam and Dean are like, I don't know. And the riddle master is like, Af- afraid not. <laughs> all right, let me. I'm going to take a crack at this if that's all right. If it pleases the court, I do declare. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so Sam and Dean are getting trapped in a jail for monsters. But to get out, they've got a window with, like, no, like, bars or anything on it, but they're, like, 80 stories up in the air, right? And they've got a bunch of just string and, like, cleaning products and mops and stuff. And Dean says to Sam, all right, here's the idea. We're going to form a rope and climb out of here. And Sam's like, how? Dean goes, I'm going to eat all of this string and like the, the stuff from the mop and I'm going to poop it out. It's going to like in my stomach, it's going to like tie together and form a rope. But here's the deal. When it comes out, you're going to have to tie it together to make sure it's all like one piece. So I shit you not. Oh boy. That was a long way for that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for writing it with me. Oh boy. I need to make that into oh, a TikTok man. and slide my ass as I walk away. That one was... <laughs> that oof. was... Oof. Well... <laughs> we shit you not. That's the ending of the episode. Maybe, maybe neither of those things will happen next week and we'll all be better for it. <laughs> In a week? I thought we'd been a, a A week and a year. <laughs> a le- slightly less than a year. Well, listeners, thank you guys so much for listening. This is it. This is the episode. Um, if you like this new way of doing things, let us know. If you hate it, also let us know. Give us your thoughts. Uh, if you're like, God, I want to let them know, but I just don't know how to get in contact with them. How did you get this far in the series without learning our social media? It's at Havcast. 
on Twitter and Instagram. And Hey Ass Butt is Supernatural Podcast on Facebook. You can find the links to all of those and a link to our Patreon on our website, habcast.com. If you click on that Patreon link for $3 a month, you can find access to the other show we do, Let's Jack Ass, where we watch things that supernatural actors have been in that are not supernatural. Um, That is a super fun time. Go check that out. Until next time, have fun. And don't die.